Hi, and welcome to Getting Biblical, the show where I drink too much and talk about my favorite Bible stories. I am Matt Smith, your host, and thank you for joining us today. So today we're talking about the story of Balaam and his donkey. It's a fantastic story, pretty much kind of a one of a kind in the Bible. Super excited to to go over it with you. Yeah, let's let's get in. Not, nothing else needs to be said at this point. So let's talk about let's talk about booze real quick. I was out with a few friends uh, a few weeks ago. We had gone to, like see a movie early on in the day, and we decided that we didn't want the party to end just yet. So we went to the liquor store i grabbed a cheap bottle that looked like a jack daniels kind of knockoff with that whole you know like the, like the black label the white lettering and everything but it was it was cheap and it was it was like a kind of like a like a featured which whatever it just means they had too much stock and they're trying to get rid of it probably but it caught my eye and so i grabbed it and we went back to their house, and I drank like half the bottle. I really, really thoroughly enjoyed it. And I left it at their house, which I normally do. I leave, I have bottles of all over at friends' houses, so I can, I can show up whenever I want and drink my own stuff at their house, and and I like it. But uh, so I wanted, I really, I really liked it. I was like, man, for it was a very, like, it was a great value bottle for the price. I just, I really was, I really was in love with it, and. I went back to a liquor store, a different one, and got what I thought was the same thing, but it wasn't. So after all that buildup, I'm not drinking that bottle that I really like. I'm drinking the second bottle that I bought that I thought was the first one. But it's fine. It's good. I can't, I'll talk about the other one in a, in a future episode. <laughs> I don't have it with me. It's at my friend's house, and, and I need to go grab it. But So today I'm drinking Ezra Brooks. Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. It is Kentucky Sour Mash. I had to look up this a little bit and understand why Why would you say Sour Mash on there and what, what the difference is. Huge fan. I mean, I, I'm, we're, what, episode like six in now, and I've had either scotch or bourbon or whiskey, I think, every single episode. So you've probably figured out by now, like, that's that's what I like. That's what I go to. I love the 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 whiskey family tree of 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 all those whether it's corn or grain or whatever you're making it uh i just i like i like that i like it more than than vodka and stuff in in general so i like that but the sour mash was something i wasn't i wasn't quite sure what like why would you because it didn't taste sour it doesn't you know like it doesn't you drink it and it tastes like you know bourbon but it's not you know it's like why what is the sour mash thing so i had to go ahead and get myself educated what well, you know this show is all about education and and drinking so uh, i had to look into it and apparently so there's this whole thing and i'm not getting into it today but there's this whole like whether it's whiskey or bourbon and like how you make it and how you store it in barrels and what those barrels are, are they charred or this or that and like there's this whole like in order to be able to call it bourbon you have to like go through check marks checklists of things sour mash so i didn't i didn't realize it's so a regular i guess regular bourbon is uh, and if you're if you are like oh an expert you're gonna be cringing probably at my oversimplification of all this and that's fine i i deserve all your cringes if i'm not saying that i'm lying just oversimplification but anyway so regular bourbon you know is is they 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 do their thing and it's all fine but sour mash is a recipe i guess that starts with mash left over from a previous batch right so they make they make one thing, and then they've got leftovers, and and they make they make a second thing out of it. 
uh, you know, reduce, reuse, recycle, right? I, <laughs> it doesn't apply here, but I, I get it, and it's cool. And you know, so it's the it's the it's the booze, it's the it's the bourbon version of leftovers. We've all done that. You go to a restaurant, you or cold pizza in the next morning, pizza for breakfast, like this. Sour mash is the whiskey version or bourbon version of cold pizza. I think. <laughs> again oversimplifying but it's pretty good it's not i actually I, I can't wait to get that other bottle because i really liked it this one i don't like as much but it's it's actually very fine it's it's good i'm about 80 percent through the bottle so that's a passing grade in my book so ezra brooks kentucky sour mash bourbon which is also i read weird i guess because a lot of i think a lot of the sour mashes are from tennessee so to be a Kentucky, you can always say put Kentucky on your bottle if you are from Kentucky. Anyway, so yeah, so I'm drinking cold pizza, bourbon, uh, sour mash. Uh, no, Ezra Brooks, it's good. It's good stuff. Let's get into Balaam and the Donkey. At this point, Balaam the Donkey, this is in Numbers, Numbers 22. We catch up with with the Israelites. This is, you know, so this is after the whole chosen people thing and, and the Abraham's lineage and all that. And... They same thing. They this they they had been dicks again, and so and so God like punished them. This is after they like they came out of, they came out of Egypt, right? Like so that whole thing. They were freed from Egypt, and they weren't quite uh, to the promised land yet. Uh, they were still on their way. Um, the, so this is the forty years, I guess, that they were in the desert trying to get there. They were kind of roaming around, and they were pretty much mostly minding their own business. It was like they had a couple run-ins with people, and um, when those happened, the other people did not win because you don't you don't fight when God topples the Pharaoh and Egypt and everybody in order to free his people and bring them into the promised land. You don't fuck with them, and some people did. And they lost, and so then all the surrounding areas got super scared of of the Israelites of these people. In case in point, we we find ourselves with a guy named Balak, uh, who was the king of uh, Moab. Moab. So Balak, the king of Moab, he he looks out and he sees that the Israelites are like camping out nearby where his little little kingdom is. And he freaks out, and he freaks out, and he's like, "No, like these guys are death and destruction, and they're just they're tearing through." And they weren't even they weren't even fucking with him. They weren't even bothering. They were they were just setting up camp, just chilling. And he was losing his shit. So he hears about this other guy named Balaam, who's like a wizard, the next town over. And he's like, "Hey, go get Balaam and bring him down here so he can curse these guys because I." I don't like what they're doing. I don't. I'm not. I'm not into it. We're scared of them. So go get the, go get Balaam the wizard or whatever guy, and and bring him back, so he can curse them. So he sends his guys, his team of people, to go get Balaam. Now Balaam is not not the hero of the story <laughs> by any means. He is he is the the feature of the story. But even in the New Testament, there's a couple passages about them talking, like throwing shade and talking about like how much of a greedy dick Balaam was like like so that's pretty that's pretty big to to get some like uh, get get thrown shade in the new testament for shit you did in the book of numbers like that's like way in the past i think it's so interesting so so he sends these guys down to go find Balak or Balaam Balak the king sent these guys it's very why they had very similar names 
so Balak sends his guys down to Balaam, Balaam, and they go down to get them. Uh, they they walk up and they're like, hey, so the Israelites are there and they're camping out, and our king said he'll pay you a lot of money if you'll come back and and put a curse on them. He's like, ooh, okay. I really want the monies, but I don't know if I can do that. So why don't you stay here and sleep for the night, and I will go ask God if that's okay. And this is what's crazy. He's not, like, religious. Like, he's not, like, one of the Israelites, right? He's a, he's another dude. But he knows who God is, and he's, he's like, afraid of, like, he won't, he doesn't, he's not messing with him, right? So he literally, like, says, he's like, I really want you to pay me that money, for my wizard skills, but I have to go check with God first because I'm not just putting a curse on his people for no reason because I've seen what he does to people. So so it's really kind of kind of cool like that. Anyway, so he goes and does the whole thing where he, I think he makes like a sacrifice to God or maybe he just goes talks. I can't remember. Like, I, I don't know how they just like, they all have cell phones to God in the Bible. Like, oh, they just, they went and talked to him. Like, okay. Just like just nonchalant, just passive, like oh. So then he oh, so he goes and talks to God. He's got oh, I just I just had this idea, this mental image. So so Balaam, like think of Balaam as like Jafar from Aladdin, right? It's kind of like the conniving. He's good, kind of at what he does, you know. But he's he's not the hero anyway. So so Jafar, Balaam, that's that's the mental image that you can have from here on out. He's like, hey, uh, is it cool with you if I go with these people and let them pay me to put a curse on the Israelites, right? Like, no big deal. No big deal, right? Is that okay, God? And God's like, hell no. Do not go with them. Do not curse them because they are blessed. Like, hashtag blessed. Uh, no, I like, <laughs> he's like, no, absolutely, absolutely not. You do not go with them. And, and old Balaam Jafar over here, he, the next morning, he goes back to, like, Balak's uh, people. And he's like, uh, God said I can't go with you. Like, I guess I'm grounded. And uh, he's like, I got to stay here. And they're like, oh, well, we were going to give you money, but whatever. So they go back to the king, Moab, Balak, and say, um, God wouldn't let Balaam come out and play. Sorry. He's not out. He's not allowed today. And and Balak the king is like, oh, I know what's going on here. I I'm picking up what you're putting down. So he, he tells his team, go back to Balaam Jafar the wizard. Tell him I'll give him more money. That's clearly he's just it's a it's a tactic, right? And so they go back to Balaam. It's like, hey, we will give you more monies. And Balaam Balaam's like, y'all, it wasn't the money. Like I like I was. I mean, I want more money. I was okay with the first amount of money. The money is not the issue. It's God said I couldn't go. But let me go ask him again, right? Maybe maybe he's changed his mind. Let me go. I really want that money. Let me go check it again. So he has him spend the night again, and then he goes and talks to God again. It's it's funny. Like, it's just, yeah, it's a fucking douche wizard. And he talks. How does he have access to God so easily? Like, he just, I don't know. But he goes and talks to God again, and then God says, all right, I you you're back again, huh? You bother me with this again? All right, you know what? You know what? Fine, fine. Go with them, go with them. But uh, I'm really disappointed in you. Don't do anything without me saying okay. Like you can go, but you are on a short leash. It's kind of like when you were like a kid, maybe, and like I don't know if you ever did this. Like you were kind of getting a little bit older, maybe, and you like wanted to go do something with your friends, but and your mom or parents didn't really want you to go. But they felt like they were being dicks if they said no. So they give you like that look of like, 
yeah, you can go, but I don't think that you should. And, you know, like, and like with the full expectation of, of you, like you, you're going to do the right thing and not go, but like, you really want to go. And so you go and then you just, you get, you get flack for it for like two weeks afterwards. And I don't know. No, just me. Just me. Has that only, only happened to me? I was the only one that had, that had that type of pairing, but that's what the situation is right now. So God's like, you can go, but don't do anything unless I say that you can do it. And so he gets up and he's like, good news, everybody. I can go with you. God, God said I was okay. I can go. And so they all like group up and they roll out and they started heading over to, to King Moab's place. And it's a little bit of a journey. It's the next town over or whatever. They're headed out. And I got—I don't know if they like got like separated or or what, but he was just kind of—you know—he saddles up his donkey and he's riding his donkey, and he's there and he's just—he's just moseying along, no big deal. Uh, it doesn't really talk about the other people in the party. I don't know if they ran ahead uh, of him or not, but it, the kind of the story just focuses on Balaam riding his donkey, and he's riding the donkey, and it's down like not quite like a valley or I don't know, but like I guess there are like vineyards on both sides and like fences and things like you cutting you know like so he's on like this this road. God, at this point, I guess looks down or something, and he's like, oh, no, he didn't. And he gets so mad that Balaam actually went, even though he said it was fine to go. But he um, he got, he got, just gets like, he's like, I cannot believe that that's this, this guy. And so he sends an angel with a flaming sword to stand in the road and kill him as he walked by. Now, this angel is like roided up, hulked out, badass angel with a flaming sword, and he is invisible to human eyes. (laughs) So Balaam doesn't even know that he's there, but the donkey can see him. The donkey's like, I don't fuck with buff dudes with flaming swords. So as they get closer to him... The, the donkey swerves like off off the path. Balaam doesn't know anything's going on. They're just walking down. The donkey jukes the angel. He runs off the road because he has you know like he can't like slide under him or anything like that. So he like he jukes over to the side and runs off the road. And Balaam doesn't see the angel. So he's like, what what are you like you what are you doing? Like why are you running off the road for no fucking reason? And so he starts beating the donkey like you're a stupid donkey. Like how would you do that? And the donkey's like, well, I just saved your life, whatever, whatever, you know. So they get back on the road and they keep they keep going. And then the angel with the flaming sword like teleports like further down the road. It's getting more narrow with the the vineyards on both sides and like maybe there's like some walls or something at this point, something where you can't run off the road, right? The hulked out angel is there with the sword in hand, and as they get closer, the donkey tries to again like skirt him to juke him. And like rubs up against the the wall on the side to try and get out because I don't know why I guess the angel like was planted and like didn't didn't want to put forth the effort to move <laughs> like didn't it wasn't chasing them or wasn't doing it was just standing there and if you get too close then he's gonna swing so I don't know but then the donkey the donkey like swerves and like goes up against the wall. And scrapes up and crushes Balaam's foot because he's like hugging the wall so much. But Balaam doesn't see him, so he loses his shit. And he's like, "What? You, first you go off the road, and now you crush my foot against the wall, and you scrape my leg, and like 
why why can't you walk in a straight line like what the hell's wrong with you and just beats the donkey again like just all kinds of pissed so like douchebag balaam jafar you know like beating his donkey like so then like, the third time the angel with the flaming sword teleports further down the road again waiting for him and i guess at this point the the valley or uh, i don't know where they were at exactly but like it was a like, really narrow there wasn't an option for the donkey to juke so the donkey just sits down just like stops walking and sits down out of nowhere and just lies down the middle of the road and balaam still doesn't see the angel or anything so he just loses his shit like what are you doing why are you stopping for no reason and it just starts beating the donkey for now again a third time and then it says the lord opened the donkey's mouth and the donkey said paraphrase bro what did i do to make you beat me these three times and balaam without like without missing a beat without even caring that his donkey just talked to him the donkey just like like snapped back to that he was like what did i do and balaam's like ah what and he goes you ran off the road you ran me into a wall and now you won't even move at all you make me look like an idiot that can't even ride a donkey if i had a sword i would kill you right now He's just having a full-on fight conversation with this donkey. Uh, it doesn't even occur to him that the donkey's talking, and that's weird. But um, I, it's just they're just they're just going at it. And then the donkey comes back. And he's like, "Man, like, I, I'm not. Am I? I think it's like where he's like, am I not your donkey that you ride every day?" And Balaam's like, "Yeah. So, so what?" he's like, how long have I been your donkey? He's like, a long, Balaam's like, a long time. You've been my donkey a long time. And he's like, have I ever done anything like this before? And Balaam's like, well, no. And, and at that point, the Lord opened up Balaam's eyes, and he finally saw the, the buff angel with the flaming sword in the middle of the road, ready to kill them. Like He's like 10 feet away or 20 feet away, just standing, waiting for them to get too close. And Balaam realizes that he fucked up and he falls to the ground and he bows before the angel and he starts apologizing for being stupid and like i'm so sorry and then the angel starts talking now and he says hey why did you beat your your donkey those three times not cool bro the donkey was just trying to save your fucking life if the donkey hadn't done what he did i would definitely have killed you and let the donkey live <laughs> and Balaam's like, I didn't know. I didn't know. I, I couldn't see you. I mean, you, but he's like, you right. You right. I've sinned. Um, God, uh, uh, you mad? You mad, bro? I'll, I'll go home. I, I will go home. I will turn around right now. I, I apologize. I messed up. And then the angel says, he's like, you know what? I can't even. I can't even with you right now, but just go on keep on going down go down to moab but you do exactly what god tells you to do and balaam's like sure sure you got it man whatever and um and he gets back on his donkey i guess and they ride out and i don't know that the donkey talked anymore uh i don't know that he didn't i'm not sure maybe i don't know i don't know how that works like if god like opens the donkey quote unquote opens the donkey's mouth so that he can talk is that like a one and done deal or like is that now forever like is he now is that the origin of, of of Shrek's friend Donkey? Like, is that, like, how it all started? And anyway, so that's kind of, like, 
it's not the end of the story by any means, but it's the end of the talking donkey portion of the story and the flaming sword part. So Balaam finally gets down to where where Balak is. Balak, you know, runs out, like, what took you so long? I'm not I'm not paying you to like take your time. And Balaam's like, Bro, listen, it's a long story. I'm not trying to get into it right now. I don't even need to know my donkey was talking. But I'm here. What do you want? What's up? And Balak's like, well, I mean, you ready, you ready to curse these assholes or what? What's going on? You know, you ready for this? And Balaam's like, I'll try, but fair warning, I literally can only say exactly what God wants me to. I, I, I you know, I can't, I can't, I can't go beyond that. Like, he didn't go into it, but you know, he's like, the man just saw his, he had his donkey talk, and he saw like a buff angel with a flaming sword that wanted to kill him, and then, and then yelled at him. <laughs> and so he's not he's not making a misstep at this point. He's not he's not trying to dig himself deeper. Balak's like, yeah, 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 whatever. He's like, just just curse him, it's fine. And he's like, let's go up to this mountain over here where you can see all of them. Uh, they do like an altar. Actually, I believe it's seven altars and seven bulls and seven rams. I believe is what it is. Like a lot of animals died for this. Uh, no no reason. And they do the whole sacrifice, and then and then Balaam Jafar goes and tries to talk to talk to God. Is like, okay, we're here. Made a sacrifice. Is this is this cool? Can I curse him? And God's like, absolutely not, absolutely not. But here's what you should say. And he kind of gives them like like an opposite of a curse, like a like a blessing. How there's i think there's like quotes of like god is not a human that he would lie he doesn't change his mind and he promises to take care of the israelites and and or the children of israel or whatever and and nothing's going to change that and the the last passage which i love the the people will rise like a lioness and they'll drink the blood of their victims or something it's 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 poetic not literal um that's that's not okay in bible terms but <laughs> So then Balak gets all, you know, so, so Balaam says that he's like, he talks all about like, like how awesome they're going to be. And they're going to rise like a lioness and, and drink the blood of their victims and stuff. And Balak, the king is like, what are you doing? That is the opposite of what I'm paying you for. Come on, man. Balaam's like, I told you, I told you, I can't go against God. I can't do what he doesn't want me to do. Balaam tries to get like cute and says, Hey, you know what? So you can't do, you can't curse all of them. What if we go over this other mountain where you can only see half of them? Can you curse half of them? Like, is that a loophole we can we can go? And Balaam's like, ah, maybe. And so they go over this other mountain. They do seven more altars. They kill seven more bulls and seven more goats. And they do the whole thing. And he goes to goes to God. It's like, hey, how about now? Like, it's not we're not cursing all of them, just some of them, right? You didn't say anything about that. And of course. Of course, God's like hell to the no. Like that's not that's not okay. You can't do this. Like what are you doing? And does it makes him makes him say this other like basically blessing again, more about being like a lion and drinking blood of victims and stuff. And like so, Balak, uh, the king of Moab, loses his shit again. He's like, come on, Balaam Jafar, what are you doing? And he's just like Balaam's just like shrugging, like I can't, I can't, man. So they go to a third mountain. And they tried again. I don't know what like Balak thought was going to change at this point, but Balaam really wanted that money, so he's he, he's like he will kill as many bulls and goats as he needs to to try and get a chance. And 
So they're at the third mountain, and they do seven more altars, seven more bulls, seven more rams, all killed, and they do a sacrifice. And Balaam's like, you know what? Uh, I'm not, I'm not gonna use magic this time to talk to God. I'm just gonna go do what I want to do. And he tries to get cute and just like say uh, a curse all by himself without letting God know. God uh, is like, no, uh, that's not how we do things around here. And so God takes over his body and like, like possesses him in in a godly way or whatever. Like, and I'm just imagining like his eyes are glowing and maybe there's electricity everywhere. I don't know. I don't know what happens when God possesses you or whatever. But like God like takes him takes over him, and Balaam goes on about uh, this whole this whole thing. Uh, he's like start 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 shouting, you know, to you know, lightning eyes and stuff like he's goes on like how beautiful are your tents jacob your dwelling places O israel uh god brought them out of egypt they have the strength of a wild ox they devour hostile nations and break their bones in pieces with their arrows they pierce them like a lion they crouch and lie down like a lioness who dared to rouse them may those who bless you be blessed and those who curse you be cursed so he spout he shouts that out God taking over Balaam and Balak, the king of Moab, loses his shit. And he's like, what, what are you doing? Wow. Like I'm paying you to curse him three times. Now you gave him blessings. And now like you just put a big, like, like protection spell on them that if I try it again, like I'm going to be, I'm going to get a bounce back. Like a, it's in Harry Potter, right? Where you like, like if you have a protection spell, like and you try to curse him, like the curse like bounces back or something. Anyway, that's it. He's like, I can't even do, I can't do anything. I can't curse him anymore. He's like, you know what? You know what? You're not getting any money. Fuck off. Go home. I'm sorry that I even talked to you. Like, like get lost. And Balaam, Jafar guy, just like shrugs and is like, I, I tried. I really, I tried. I don't know what you want. And so he goes home. I think there's one other thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So then he's like, oh, one more thing as he's leaving. I don't know if this was like one last little bit of God controlling him. He says, just like, he just drops a star will come out of Jacob, which is the lineage. A scepter will rise out of Israel. He will crush the foreheads of Moab, the skulls of all the people of Sheth. And they like just drops Mike and then goes home. That's it for now. Uh, <laughs> that's the story of Balaam and the donkey, the king of Moab, who tried to curse Israel and it backfired. I think there, there's a little bit in the story wise, I believe then later the Israelites and the Moabs actually fight or go head to head and it does not go well for them at all. So that's a very like a prophetic, you know, uh, Israelites will crush the foreheads of Moab and the skulls of the people of Sheth. Very metal, I think, you know, very... So that's what's cool. Sometimes, sometimes in the Bible, it just things get things get metal, man. Drinking the blood of your enemies and and crushing skulls and foreheads. Uh, it's cool stuff in there. This is the stuff that people don't talk about enough in church, I think. Anyway, so so we've got we had talking talking donkeys. We've got uh, animal sacrifices. We had we had angels with flaming swords. Uh, just a whole you know animal cruelty. Which isn't a selling point, but just it's got everything. We got everything in the story here, and again, Balaam is not the hero. Uh, the only the only good thing he did was when God took over his body and said said blessing. So uh, don't don't look up to Balaam, but it's a fun story. So thank you for joining me today. I hope I hope you learned something, and I had fun drinking and talking. So 
Uh, again, thank you for listening and hope you have a fantastic day. Cheers.